When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fans, it's time for another Future of Flushing Flash Update. We're your hosts. I'm Vito Calisi. With me is John Barron. And tonight, John, we finally have a few more games going in our development system. Yeah, Vito, it was uh it was a pretty good day of sports, not gonna lie. I found myself just not having enough screens, quite frankly, in my home for all of it tonight, with a lot of minor league baseball, a lot of day baseball during the day, getaway day around the major leagues. Uh, Stanley Cup Finals going on. You know I'm all about that. I had the iPad out. It's my tertiary screen. So uh, a big day. But like you said, a lot of baseball, especially on the player development side and the Mets player development system. And that begins with the Syracuse Mets, who were back in action on Thursday after Wednesday's game. Postponed, obviously, we all know. The Smoke, which uh, there's like a remix song to be written here. I can see clearly now that the smoke is gone. You think I'm onto something there, or is it? I don't even think it's gone yet, though. I mean, like it's no. still out there. It's still haunting us, but it's just gone down a little. Um, I'm surprised that the upstate teams even got to play since the smoke is coming from up there. But yeah, I mean, like an exciting game for the Syracuse Mets. If we want to just hop right into this game. Yeah, Syracuse comes back and they earn a 5-2 victory against the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Joey Lucchese led the way for Syracuse, nine strikeouts over seven strong innings. So, you know, Vito, the Mets do have a couple of off days coming up this week. But if they do try to keep Kodai Senga pitching with that extra day of rest, the Mets would have a need for another arm in their rotation. Joey Lucchese led the way for Syracuse, gets the start, struck out nine over seven innings. So, It is a weird week coming up for the Mets. They do have a couple of off days, so they can move their pitching rotation around as they want. But if the Mets are looking to get Kodai Senga an extra day of rest, for instance, Joey Lucchese presents them as a pretty viable option to eat some innings on the big league side of things. Elsewhere for Syracuse on Thursday, Danny Mendick, who if you're a listener of Mets Up, you know, one of my favorite players, really good underrated player, bat to ball skills, uh, had three hits on, on Thursday night for the Syracuse Mets who won their third straight game overall. And there was also a big debut on Thursday night in Syracuse, Vito. And the reason John is hyping me up for that is because my name is Vito Khaleesi. So you can guess that I am ecstatic about new arm in the system, Vinny Natoli. The second I got that push noti that he came through, (laughs) I was so excited. I wanted to update everybody on every piece of Vinny Natoli. Pitched a 1-2-3 inning in that Syracuse Mets debut. Helped the Syracuse Mets go for three straight wins. And fans, if you want to go to the game tomorrow night, it's a lot more than just baseball in the field. Not only is it fireworks night, John, but it's also Tyler's amazing balancing act. What is that, Vito? (laughs) Tell me more. So Tyler's amazing balancing act is something that you might see around all of sports. You might see him at an NBA game. You might see him at the Garden sometimes. Mm -hmm. But basically, it's what it sounds like. It's a dude who goes out there and just balances on things, balances stuff on his face. I mean, he'll balance a ladder on his head. He'll balance a crutch on his head. He'll ride a scooter around. I mean, if you're in the Syracuse area, you're looking for some good family fun, Tyler's the guy for you. Well, Tyler's amazing balancing act definitely sounds like a fun time. Fireworks, always a fun time. And there were plenty of fireworks in Reading on Thursday night 
where the Binghamton Rumble Ponies erupted, scoring 10 runs, rattling off 14 hits that matched the season high for the Rumble Ponies. And boy, oh boy, Vito, this lineup just cannot be stopped right now. A lot of guys having breakout seasons for the Rumble Ponies. That includes Luke Ritter, Matt Rudick, and Rowdy Jordan, who you're about to say had another big night for the Rumble Ponies. Well, Luke Ritter is on fuego right now, has eight home runs in his last 11 games, and Rowdy Jordan hit one home run, almost hit another one in the fourth inning. We brought him up last night. We're talking him again tonight. You know why? Because he hit homers in back-to-back games. He has a 902 OPS in 19 games since May 14th. I got to ask you something, because you said on fuego, which I know what you meant to say. You meant to say on fuego, but it makes me think of something. I meant to say on fuego. Oh, did you? Yeah, like he's on fire. On fire. I I think it translates to en fuego. (laughs) I did. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't do well in Spanish class. Mr. Salvador patted me on the shoulder and after school help one day, and he said, Vito, you'll never learn this language. He he was that blunt with you? He was that blunt with me, and then he gave me a 72 because I was a passing grade, and he just sent me on my way. You know, you got a lot of misters. You got Mr. Carlos, if I recall correctly. He's the one that taught you how to drive, right? Mr. Carlos was my driving instructor back in September. He did give me my license. Mr. Carlos from Hawaii Driving School, located in Astoria, with no relation to Hawaii whatsoever. Well, you know, like when you hear Hawaii, you think good things, right? Yeah, you think I drove in Hawaii a month ago, and I got to say it was a great time. It was a great place to drive. Now, do you feel like your experience at the Hawaii Driving School enhanced your ability to drive out on the islands i did i did and i do want to point out if you go to hawaii and you have the luxury of driving while you're there mm-hmm. um anytime you let somebody merge into a road they throw you a little shaka and it, it's really? it's a blast they actually do that every time i would let somebody in you would see them throw you one of these why do you think i came back and was doing it nonstop? in new york city you get a different hand motion Vito and i are <laughs> signaling right now for all all you listening but Anyway, Hawaii notwithstanding, this Binghamton Rumble Pony lineup, I don't even know where we left off. That was quite a sidebar. Uh, I did mention the 14 hits match a season high. You mentioned that Luke Ritter homered again. That's eight in his last 11 games. Rowdy Jordan's OPS 902 in his la- since May 14th in his last 19 games. And for all you not familiar with Brandon McIlwain, the center fielder for the Rumble Ponies, a great athletic background, actually played quarterback for both South Carolina and University of Cal. So we're not talking mid-major quarterbacking here. We're talking Saturday night under the lights football. He goes two for five on Thursday night with a double. In fact, all each of the first four hitters in the Binghamton lineup all had extra base hits on Thursday night. Just an incredible end-to-end performance by Binghamton. At least one base hit by all players in the starting nine, and that was enough as the Rumble Ponies are now just two games under 500. And the Rumble Ponies are a very exciting team to go watch right now. There are so many dudes on that team that you will one day most likely see on this Mets team here in Flushing. Um, We're going to have an interview dropping later today with Mike Vassell. Uh, Be sure to check that one out. That's going to be on the YouTube page if you want to watch it. It's also going to be right here on a stream. You also got Dominic Hamill there. I mean, there's so many people that you should get out to Binghamton and go check out. Um, Now, I think it's a good time to move on to Brooklyn, which that game was postponed. It was supposed to be versus the Greenville Drive. It's going to end up being a single admission doubleheader on Saturday, beginning at 4 p.m. Now, the smoke was not as bad as it was the last few days, Mm -hmm. but I think the Cyclones made the right decision here. Baseball made the right decision. 
These guys played yesterday in the smoke. I think it's best to give them the day off today. I mean, John, me and you were supposed to go to Brooklyn today, shoot some stuff. Didn't work out because of this, but I'm, I'm glad the day, guys are getting a day off. Yeah, obviously everyone's health and safety is the uh, the biggest the biggest thing here to be concerned about. So a good decision all around. A doubleheader on Saturday at the ballpark. It's going to be a great day in Coney Island. I mean, you ask me, I'm all for a doubleheader. I take a doubleheader any day of the week. So it's going to be an awesome time. And a 4 p.m. start on a nice summer day. Yeah. I mean, you could go have an entire day at the beach. Then you could go have an entire afternoon at the amusement park. And then you could go have a delightful little evening at the ballpark. You can even sneak away and get a little L&Bs at some point, right? You can. John and I went to L&Bs last time we went to Brooklyn. We had a nice little day. John, how many yeah, times man. have you been there now? I've been to L&Bs not once, not twice, three times. And a great experience every single time I've been. Next time, I'm going to take you to Rolling Roaster. We're going to get some roast beef sandwiches. Have a real good time. You keep talking about it. I mean, you're you're. are you on the payroll for Rolling Roaster? <laughs> you know, I do have. I'm wearing my Bellucci's pizza hat. That's a local Astoria joint. Okay. I do have a Rolling Roaster hat in the back do over you? there. John knows I have an insane collection of hats. It's become a problem. You're but just, I do have a Rolling Roaster you're hat. You're just Mr. Merch. I think that's really all there is to it. <laughs> I am Mr. Merch. I'm Mr. Promos and Merch, John. Well, I was wondering what Bellucci's was. Uh, now I know. You're going to have to take me there also at some point in time. So, And real quick, rest in peace, Andrew Bellucci. He actually passed away this week. That's why I am wearing the hat. But let's move on. The St. Lucie Mets completed last night's game. Unfortunately, lost 7-5 to versus the Daytona Tortugas. Game two, though, 3-0 wins. Second shutout in the last week. Yeah, the rain gods or the weather gods or whoever you want to call it who controls the weather out there. They tried to get in the St. Lucie Mets way. This game was delayed, as was last night's game, a suspension that led to the quasi-doubleheader today. But it was a great pitching performance, tag-teamed by Leonel Ovias and Jimmy Loper. Leonel pitched the first four innings for the St. Lucie Mets on Thursday, allowed just one hit, one walk with four strikeouts, didn't allow a run before the skies opened up, cut his outing short. If you listen to yesterday's episode, you knew that he was what I was eyeing for today, for Thursday's action, and he delivered the goods. Jimmy Loper came in after the rain delay in relief. Three scoreless innings, five strikeouts for Loper, a guy taken out of Duke University by the Mets in the 16th round of last year's draft. All right, why don't we leave the St. Lucie Mets and move right on down the complex to the FCL Mets, who won 9-6 to versus the FCL Astros. Shortstop Jesus Baez is a guy to know. He hit seven home runs last year in the DSL and is stateside for the first time this season. Yeah, Baez's play discipline was on full display on Thursday. He walked three times. As a matter of fact, two through five in the Mets lineup on Thursday, combined to walk eight times, mentioned Baez in his three. He also stole a base, a guy that hits the ball hard. He's 5'9", super athletic kid, right now playing shortstop. That's how good of an athlete he is, and he projects to be a shortstop long-term. Of course, he could play any infield position, but shortstop is his strength, uh, an all-around toolsy player, and definitely a name. We mentioned Nick Morabito yesterday on this FCL Mets club. Jesus Baez, one of the more exciting names on the roster right now. And why don't we wrap this up, head over to the DSL, where the DSL Blue Mets beat the Marlins 12-6. to That's not the Miami Marlins. That is the DSL Marlins. I don't want to confuse anybody with my lack of specification. We're going to finish it up with the DSL Orange, who lost 7-6 to to the DSL Bombers. Christopher Lorez went 2-for-4 and is 5-for-10 so far. He's part of the January 2023 international draft class. 
Yeah, we mentioned Diverson Gutierrez a few nights ago. Larez, part of that same class that you just mentioned, Vito. A shortstop just like Jesus Baez. And it's impressive what the Mets have done down in the lower levels of the minor leagues. You and I have both noticed a lot of the tall pitchers out of college the Mets have been targeting in their last few drafts. And the system is littered with guys who are tall and throw hard and use those levers. There's another trend here, and it's young athletic shortstops. And the Mets have a couple on the lower levels of the player development system. And keep in mind, Vito, just a few years ago, the Mets had a few young shortstops who they've used to make a blockbuster deal. Of course, I'm talking about Ahmed Rosario and Andres Jimenez. Look, shortstop, center field, two of the most important positions to fill on the diamond. Athleticism plays, and the Mets have a lot in both of those spots. Down, like I said, in the lower levels of the organization and really throughout the entire organization. And John, before we get out of here, why should people tune in tomorrow? Well, tomorrow, Vito, the Rumble Ponies take on the Reading Fighting Phils once again. Mention the offensive outburst in recent days by the Rumble Ponies offense. 20 runs in their last two games combined. They'll be up for a challenge on Friday night when they face Mick Abel, who is the number two prospect in the Phillies' entire system behind only highly touted right-handed pitcher Andrew Painter. Um, like I mentioned earlier in the pod, one through four in the Rumble Pony lineup on Thursday night all had extra base hits. The offense has been on fire of late. Ruddick, Ritter, Rowdy Jordan, the names we've mentioned. We'll see how they fare against Abel, a very, very formidable opposition on the mound on Friday night for the Fightin' Phils. And that's going to do it for today's Future of Flushing Flash update. Thank you for listening. Please go give a listen, give a rate, give a review. Give five stars. Help us out here. And tune in later today where we will be dropping our interview with Binghamton Rumble Pony star Mike Vassell. It was a really fun interview. You can go watch it on the Mets YouTube or listen right here. But thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you all soon.